Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. What does Jesus mean when he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments? On first glance, this sounds like the words of a very codependent boyfriend. It sounds about as conditional as your hard-nosed boss or as passive-aggressive as your mother-in-law. But if Jesus is not like that, well, then what is he saying here? The Gospel of John is all about love. The chapter before the one that we just read reads like this. Today I give you a new commandment. Love one another. The chapter after the passage we just read reads like this. As I have loved you, love one another. In fact, nowhere in the Gospel of John at all does it say it was written by John. In the Gospel, it is written by the beloved disciple. Evidently, John the Apostle and John Lennon were saying about the same thing. All you need is love. But think back to the last time that you fell in love. For some of us, it completely threw us off our center. Our friends told us, you are losing your mind. Maybe you considered moving to an area of the country that you promised you would never be. But here you are in love, and that's where you're moving. Or maybe you had this budding career. or Maybe it's not even budding. Maybe it's just a great career. But you fall in love, and you decide to forego that career and all its benefits because you're in love. You're gone in the brain, as Beyonce puts it. Regardless of how you responded to the last time you fell in love, think back. Did you force yourself to fall in love? I mean, why do we call it falling in love? Can you force yourself to, what's another word for fall in love? We've all been there, right? You, you have a family member or a friend who really wants you to meet someone. And this person is actually really, really great. But for whatever reason, you're not feeling it. And so you realize it's your loss. You can't force yourself to fall in love. So then what is Jesus getting at here? Well, this text is part of a larger text It's about three chapters in the Gospel of John. It's what's popularly known as Jesus' farewell address to his disciples. You see, he's about to go away, and his disciples don't understand this. What do you mean you're leaving? You just got here. We throw aside our careers. We move to an area of the country we swore never to go for you, and now you're saying you're leaving. This text that we read here today is actually not really written for the disciples. It's written for you and me, people who will never 
see Jesus, at least in this life, unless he comes again right now, will never see him in the flesh. For his disciples, he's leaving them. You and I, we've never seen him. Can we fall in love with someone who we do not see? That is the question that this text is trying to answer. And Jesus' answer in what he says after that opening sentence is a resounding yes. What he's saying is, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will. Jesus is being very clear in this text. I'm leaving, but I'm not leaving you orphaned. I am leaving another advocate, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, who will make me present to each and every one of you. Not just the disciples back then, but the Holy Spirit makes Jesus present to you and me here today. You and I cannot make ourselves fall in love. But what Jesus is saying here is it that same spirit, that same advocate will birth love in you and me. So my friends, when we read this text, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You don't have to worry about trying to manufacture love, to conjure it up, something that's not there. When Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, he is talking about the reality of the kingdom of God. He is talking about something that is his work and not your own work. Now, maybe you're here this morning, and the prospect of love is not very appealing. Maybe you've been burned by love, and not just once or twice. Maybe you're done with love. Or maybe for you, it's not even romantic love. It's just loving the people around you in general. In fact, this text isn't really about romantic love so much. This text is about the really hard love, the kind of love that loves the unlovable, the kind of love that, as we learned in the chapter before this one, that lays down its life for enemies, for the unlovable. Friends, you and I can't manufacture this love. We can't force it. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, our Lord creates it. So I'm not going to tell you here today, don't close yourself off to love. I don't think we really have much control over something like that. So if you've been burned or hurt by a lover, by so-called friends, by your family, by the people in your life. Do not take these words as a law that you cannot fulfill. This is what Christ does in you and me 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the third member of the Trinity, it's amazing, lives in you and me. And this same Spirit can make a way where there is no way. This same Spirit breaks down our stone-cold hearts and create hearts of flesh. This Spirit, Jesus' Spirit, is the one who calls into existence the things that do not exist. So friends, you will love because you are loved. And as this sinks in more and more, you might just find yourself doing random acts of kindness to strangers who you would never even talk to otherwise. Or maybe for you, this kind of love will birth in you a desire for large acts of social justice. I don't know what it is. But friends, this text is not a bummer. Jesus is not your codependent boyfriend. He is the Lord who calls into existence those good things in us that do not exist. And this is life. John is all about love because our Lord loves us to the end. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.